Good morning, and we welcome once again to the program State Representative Randy Fry. Good morning to you, Randy. Good morning, Tom. And, of course, uh, with the, the legislature not in session, but uh, still plenty of things going on in the uh, state capitol these days, Randy. And uh, in particular, uh, last week, the uh, Technical Corrections Day, in which a uh, veto override was uh, successful in both the House and the Senate. That's right, Tom. Uh, we passed a bill earlier in session, back in the winter, that prohibited biological males from participating in girls' sports in K-12 education. And um, Governor Holcomb uh, decided that he would veto that piece of legislation. Um, the House and the Senate reconvened on Technical Corrections Day, which is a day that's already planned that we go back in if there are misspellings or uh, mistakes that were made in particular language that has to be rectified. That's what that day is for. And while we were there, we overrode that veto. It is... Um, is uh, my opinion that uh, biological males don't need to be participating in girls' sports. Um, these uh, young men are strong and fast, and they're able to uh, um, dominate, I would say, in uh, girls' sports. And uh, young ladies have fought for a long time to get the same equality in sports as the guys, and now they have it, and I think we need to protect that. And, of course, there was uh, uh, kind of a, a mixed week, as it were, for the uh, the governor. Uh, um, he was successful in his lawsuit against the legislature, I uh, understand, late last week, uh, regarding uh, emergency powers. Well, that's right, Tom, and we didn't know for sure if that was how that would work out. What we were trying to do was give the General Assembly the ability to call itself back into session. During the uh, pandemic, uh, we felt like, it would have been beneficial for the General Assembly to be able to call itself back and to deal with some of the issues that were taking place um, out of session. Uh, having said that, the courts uh, decided that we don't have that authority, and so we'll go forward uh, with that uh, with that ruling. And uh, hopefully, uh, we never see another pandemic. But if we do, hopefully, we'll be able to uh, work with uh, the governor and uh, get the General Assembly back in session. So. Um, I, I really didn't know how that bill would go, and uh, I think uh, overall we'll be just fine. And uh, have you heard anything from uh, House Speaker uh, Todd Houston on it? Uh, has he uh, said anything to you, or have you just heard anything from him as uh, where uh, his thoughts lie with this? With that ruling, no, I haven't. Uh, but as you know, I just returned uh, back to Indiana, so I haven't had a chance to talk to him. I'm sure we'll talk uh, a little bit tomorrow. we got a meeting tomorrow, so I'll probably talk to him about it then. Right. And then uh, moving on, uh, the Summer Study Committee, that's a um, thing where a lot of uh, legislation is either uh, crafted or the uh, groundwork is late for that. And, um, of course, uh, we talked about, uh, I know in the news last week, about uh, marijuana, the uh, possibility of that being, um, you know, uh, the uh, laws lighten up or even uh, decriminalization. But uh, uh, you have any thoughts as far as that's concerned? Well, that's certainly not going to be a... Uh piece of legislation that would go through a committee that I participate in. Uh, I've heard about it, you know, year after year, as I'm sure you have, and we'll just have to wait and see what the uh, Stelmer Study Committee does with that. Uh, there's a lot of pressure on, but the uh, communities, uh, states around us have uh, legalized it, so uh, I think uh, eventually we'll have to deal with it, but uh, I'm no fan of legalizing marijuana, so uh, we'll have to wait and see what that Stelmer Study Committee brings forward. 
And, uh, of course, uh, other issues that are um, on the table for the legislature, uh, I'm sure that there's uh, uh, some things that have to be looked at, particularly uh, uh, if, the, of course, the, uh, the leak of the uh, Roe v. Wade uh, situation at the Supreme Court. Uh, of course, the, um, and it's the understanding that the states would uh, take that up if it, uh, Roe v. Wade is overturned. Uh, what are you hearing as far as uh, what might happen as far as the Indiana legislature? I think, Tom, the first thing we have to do is we have to understand that the Supreme Court hasn't released their ruling. We anticipate they will, and uh, as you said, there was a copy of, uh, of one of the briefs that was leaked, um, something that, I, as I understand, has never happened before. So it's so a very uh, uh, egregious attack on the Supreme Court itself, and I hope that never happens again. Um, but uh, if the Supreme Court rules, as we think they may, and overturn Roe v. Wade, then each state will have to take up their uh, position on abortion. And so Indiana, uh, I understand, uh, the Speaker and myself and many others have requested the governor call us back, and uh, we'll go back into session and, uh, and uh, deal with uh, abortion in Indiana. Um, uh, I anticipate that uh, there will be uh, far, far, far greater restrictions than what is currently on now. And then, uh, and, and again, it's all uh, contingent on uh, what the uh, what the Supreme Court does uh, with that uh, particular right. ruling. It's all okay. And then, as far yeah. as uh, some some other issues that the uh, summer study committees are looking at. Well, um, as far as summer study committees, there's. Uh, not a lot that I'm aware of. However, I believe that there will uh, be conversation during the special session, should there be one called, uh, to deal with the uh, excess in state revenue. Uh, Indiana is in a very, uh, actually, a wonderful position, and we have way more money in our account than we need. Um, and so we have to figure out what to do. Now, everyone has uh, is aware that the price of gasoline has gone crazy, that the uh, price of groceries and, and everything else, for that matter, has gone the same way. Uh, inflation is running away, and something needs to be done. So I've had many folks ask me, will Indiana suspend the gas tax? I think some other states have done that. And so uh, let me explain that just a little bit. Uh, my answer is probably not. And the reason is that um, approximately 40% of the fuel that's purchased is purchased either by folks who don't live in Indiana or folks or, or corporations. And so um, what we want to do is we want to see Hoosiers get their money back and not necessarily people who don't live here. Another reason that we have the budget surplus is because of things like sales tax. And uh, folks who are, are maybe buying as much gasoline but are still buying product are also contributing to the budget surplus. And so I understand that uh, is a, a possibility, at least, that during this uh, special session in July, that we will uh, work on uh, finding a way to return the money to the people from when it, when it came, where it came from. And uh, so um, we'll have to figure out what, what that amount is and how that happens. If, if we can get the votes for it, who knows? But... Um, I think that's a better approach than suspending the gas tax. This way, every Hoosier who pays taxes will receive their money back versus just those who are buying fuel. 
All right, and with that, we're going to go ahead and take a quick timeout. We'll continue our conversation with State Representative Randy Fry right after this. Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. Let To Go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To Go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville To Go, big city convenience, small town taste. And welcome back as we continue our visit with State Representative Randy Fry. And uh, Randy, a particular thing that you're uh, very involved in is the... um, You've got the uh, Safe Haven Baby Boxes, and in in particular, the Madison Mission. And uh, understand that the Ripley County Commissioners recently um, approved uh, the uh, purchase and installation of some uh, Safe Haven Baby Boxes in the area. That's right, Tom. As you know, we have a Safe Haven Baby Box at the Margaret Mary Hospital there in Batesville. If your listeners aren't familiar with the Safe Haven Baby Box, they're basically a climate-controlled bassinet that's installed in the wall of a public building. Back in 2021, I authored uh, a bill that uh, expanded where those baby boxes could be placed. Prior to my bill, it could only be a hospital or a career fire station, which was manned 24 hours a day. In this case, after my bill, they can be in volunteer fire stations, they can be in EMS stations, they can be in 911 centers, police stations. And so safe haven baby boxes have greatly expanded across our state. There's, I think, 81 right now who have one installed by the end of the month in, in Scottsburg, one in, uh, in Salem, and one in uh, Beatty. And then, as you mentioned, the uh, Ripley County Commissioners have approved two, one in Versailles and one in Milan. And so um, what safe haven baby boxes do is they offer a mother in crisis with a newborn an option opportunity if she wishes that she can surrender her child in a safe haven baby box, you open the door of the box, you place the baby in the box, 911 goes off when the door is opened. It goes off again when the baby's placed in the bassinet. It goes off a third time when the door is closed. The mother can simply walk away with no fear of prosecution. 911 is coming. They're coming right now, and they'll be there in a few seconds. They'll take the baby, it'll be taken to a hospital for evaluation. In almost every case, these little babies are healthy little guys, and they are less than 30 days old, and they are then placed with a uh, foster family who has already been pre-approved, and if the mother doesn't return and want to exercise her parental rights after a certain period of time, that family becomes that baby's forever family, and they can adopt that little baby. Tom, we've had seven of these babies surrendered in safe haven baby boxes in the last 40 days. Well, these are little babies that might have been in a dumpster, might have been on a park bench, might have been laying on a trail in a, in a state park. Instead, they're alive, they're healthy, and they're with families that will love them for the rest of their life. This is a very, very important work, probably the most important work I've ever done. And, and it's working uh, to save these little people and then give them a chance at life. Um, the safe haven baby boxes are installed uh, in these uh, facilities almost always, not always, but almost always. The boxes are purchased with donations. And uh, in the case of Ripley County, the commissioners are going to help with the installation, but we're still raising funds for the boxes. The boxes are somewhere just over $11,000. They're installed, as I say, in the walls of these buildings 
Now, if it's in a volunteer fire station, then there's cameras that have to be put on the box so that the box can be watched all the time. Someone can check on it and make sure that uh, if, if there's a baby placed in there that we can see it. But uh, in, in most cases, Tom, when that 911 goes off, you've got way more firefighters and EMTs responding than you need for one little baby. Everybody just wants to see the little guy. Oh, well, indeed. And uh, where she mentioned, uh, currently uh, Margaret Mary Health has one on uh, you know the main campus on Mitchell Avenue. Uh, Greensburg mm-hmm. Fire Station One on Ireland Street. Uh, yes, yeah, uh, I was uh, luckily yeah. I was fortunate to uh, cover that uh, when that was unveiled. And uh, as yeah. far as uh, the Milan and Versailles locations, uh, where mm-hmm. specifically in those towns are those going to be? Yeah, the Versailles one will go in the uh, courthouse annex, and Milan will go in the EMS station. Uh, they're rebuilding uh, uh, the new EMS station over there, so. You mentioned uh, earlier the Madison Mission, and I want to give a shout-out to those two girls. It's Amy Arbuckle and Mary Beth Boone. And those girls down there back in 2020 uh, wanted to do a safe haven baby box in Jefferson County. And we ran into all kinds of obstacles because we didn't realize you couldn't have one in a volunteer fire station or in a 911 center or someplace like that. And so uh, with their help, I crafted the legislation that changed the game. And then those ladies, both Amy and Mary Beth, came to the State House multiple times, testified in committee on the effectiveness of these baby boxes. And so now they've assisted uh, financially with the Greensburg box, and they're uh, assisted mostly uh, in, in raising the funds and organizing the uh, project there in uh, both Vivi. Uh, uh, and in Scottsburg, and now they're assisting over in uh, Salem. So uh, these ladies are a force when it comes to wanting to protect these little guys, and I uh, can't thank them enough. Without them, this legislation would not have happened. These babies would not be being saved now, and it's just because two ladies refused to say no or take no for an answer until we got it, this legislation fixed. So I'm delighted to work with them, and they're uh, working hard now. Uh, to uh, to make the Milan and the Brussels box a reality as well. Okay, and again, you mentioned that they uh, cost about uh, eleven thousand dollars a piece. And, uh, mm-hmm. and if somebody wants to uh, contribute to this, is there a, a place where uh, they can uh, contribute and mm-hmm. help uh, raise the funds for these uh, baby boxes in Milan and Versailles? They can, Tom. They can go on Facebook. There's a, a, a post on there with the Madison Mission. They can look them up and contribute on on Facebook. Or they can send a check to uh, make it out to Safe Haven Baby Box and mail it to me at 4704 South US 421 Greensburg 47240. What we do is we copy the check, enter it into a ledger, and then mail it to Safe Haven Baby Box. We don't cash it, but we keep it in a ledger so we know where it came from. We can send proper thank yous and so on. Um, but that, that's the two options, uh, uh, ways to do it. In the comment section, put on there if you would like to contribute to the Milan box or to the Versailles box or both, um, we would be happy to uh, have any donations. We're a good ways away from our goal. It's going to take a little while yet. And the sooner we get these boxes in, the sooner we can start uh, saving babies in Southeast Indiana. Okay, and then uh, once again, uh, for those who uh, may have missed it, uh, Randy, could you give the address where uh, they can send those checks? You better can send it to me at 4704 South US 421 Greensburg 47240. 
Finally, uh, Randy, uh, you, you said you're out of the state of Indiana, and uh, indeed you were in the uh, the last week. And uh, you had a trip to uh, took a trip uh, to the Holy Land, and uh, you got to hear uh, former Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu speak. I did. Uh, so, Tom, this is the third opportunity I've had. It's an amazing experience, and I was been invited 2018, 2019, and this year to participate in the Jerusalem. National Prayer Breakfast at the Knesset. And so uh, I traveled last uh, week, left uh, on uh, Sunday Memorial Day weekend, flew to uh, to Tel Aviv, and then traveled to Jerusalem, where on Wednesday I spoke on the stage of the Knesset, uh, along with the former, Vice, the former Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, and leaders from 38 other countries. Uh, and the goal is to ask God to bless uh, the nation of Israel and to uh, um, show support for uh, for Israel's right to exist. And so um, I, uh, I literally stood there with kings of other countries or members of parliaments and, uh, and uh, had an opportunity to stand on the world stage and represent my state and my country. Um, there were only two elected officials from the United States there, and I was one of them. Well, that's uh, that's quite the opportunity for you. It is, Tom, and uh, to have uh, an opportunity to be out there like that on the world stage is an amazing experience. Um, but not only that, it, it, uh, I also got an opportunity to travel around Israel, and so I went to places that you only hear about, the Dead Sea, uh, Jericho, uh, the baptism location where they believe Jesus was baptized, went to the Church of the Holy Sepulchre, and went to the uh, birthplace of Jesus in Bethlehem stood right there. So um, the, the opportunity uh, here was just uh, amazing and uh, something that will change your life and you'll never forget it. Yeah, and that, you said that, and that's your uh, third trip to Israel, is that right? Yeah, it is. Uh, been invited three different times now. In 2020 and 21, they didn't have it because of COVID. So this was the first year back after 2019. So um, again, it's. Um, Pretty amazing uh, to be in the Knesset and standing there on the stage with all those world leaders. Indeed. And um, anything else uh, before we let you go today, Randy? Well, Tom, uh, you know, the Indiana General Assembly is a part-time uh, affair, but uh, it's pretty much becoming full-time. It seems as uh, last year we had a special session, and we had another special session for um, for uh, the MAPS, if you remember. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I, I'm not sure whether we're headed that in that direction of becoming full-time or not, but it, it is becoming a full-time endeavor for as far as the time commitment. Um, happy to do that, and we're really happy that Indiana's in the financial shape that we are. And I look forward to uh, returning some of that money uh, back to the people that uh, sent it to the state. I believe it's their money, and uh, we, we need to get it back to them. We've got nearly $7 billion in cash reserve, and... Um, we like to keep $1.8 billion to $2 billion. That's $5 billion we could put back in the hands of Hoosiers where it came from. And I think uh, we have that obligation, that responsibility. We need to do that. Well, State Representative Randy Fry, we appreciate your time this morning. Stay well, and we will talk to you again in the future. Thanks, Tom.